In our last episode, a fight broke out with another group of adventurers, and Tass accidentally killed one of them with a single spell. From there, things devolved into complete chaos as the party used a mixture of intimidation, trickery, and tears to eventually defeat the rest of this rival team, revive their leader, and send them on their way before the guards arrived to take them and the automaton back to the city. Our adventurers today are Hazel, who plays Hector. Uh, do you tell chicken fortunes? Theron, who plays Wilm. Um, if anyone else comes, let's not kill them, okay? David, who plays Nyx. I can't believe this. This is amazing. This is a tent, but it has a stone floor. Kieran, who plays Tass. All right, let's go. Let's leave this poor man alone. And I... <clears throat> sorry about that. I'm your DM. Ivy! Mm, should I have used the word cock so much in that sentence? Welcome, wanderers, to Legends of Chell. So, uh, when you guys come back, you kind of go through, like, sort of a side, like, loading bay, I guess, would be that's the only word I can think of, where, where supplies might be brought into the building, because, you know, the cart has to come in with this rather large, heavy object, and it's brought into, um... This, actually, it's this really large chamber, and it seems that the Baron, or the Governor, is using this as sort of like a throne room, which seems wildly inappropriate, but uh, he's in charge, no one can stop him. And uh, it's, it's almost like an amphitheater, it looks like once upon a time, a whole bunch of people were supposed to sit here and look down towards the center where, where the throne now is. And uh, the Baron is sitting there, and he's actually... Well, no, sorry. The Baron was sitting there, but once you guys enter with your your hall, he gets up with a start, and, and he looks very uh, perturbed. He, really, he, he does not look happy about this, that, that someone actually found something and brought it back. And he's kind of... Uh, he starts pacing, and he, he doesn't immediately address you all. So I would say, um, excuse me, Baron Raynal, you look upset that we successfully completed your quest. Is something wrong? He says, yes, something's wrong. There shouldn't be anything out there. Oh, this is going to be a PR nightmare. Oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I can't let the citizens panic. Well, We're not equipped I to would, deal with this. I would say that you could cover it up. But another group of adventurers tried to take it from us, and we kind of had to scare them away. He sort of waves his hands. So, so details, details. People tell all kinds of stories. Oh, but now so I'm sure someone saw this come in, get brought into the city. Oh, I didn't think anyone would actually find anything. That's why I didn't offer a real reward. <laughs> <laughs> and he sort of throws his hands up, and, and he, he's, he's, he yells for... Um, I've forgotten his name already. Etate, that 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 one clerk, and this poor guy. He he kind of shuffles in, and he looks bedraggled as ever. Still, he's actually when you saw him before, he had like a pencil behind one ear, even though he had a pencil in his hand. And he's now got a pencil behind each of his both of his ears, <laughs> uh, and he is also holding a pencil. Uh, and he says, "Yes, yeah, uh, yes, your your uh, your your bar- baron baronship governorship, sir." Uh, 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 says, clerk, get my advisors. And, and the guy disappears. He says, okay, the, sorry, the Baron turns to you and he says, 
you you four just wait here while we figure out what the hell we're going to do about this. Okay, um, as long as there's still some sort of reward coming. A big smile. He kind of squints and he goes, Oh, well, you'll, you will be compensated for your service. Um, okay. And as he is pacing, um, can I get perception checks from everyone? 21. I got a 5. I got a 13. I got an 8. So Hector and Tass can both hear kind of a commotion outside. Uh-oh. Um, it sounds like maybe a crowd is oh, coming dear. in. Like maybe there's a here. bunch of people who are, are trying to get in and see what's going on. Uh... And as they get closer, the rest of you can can hear it. And it, it's actually, it, it almost sounds like um like a clopping of like hooves or something too. Hmm. And just as, as the Baron seems to notice it, the doors are, the the huge double doors you guys came through that were shut behind you are pushed open. Oh. And a crowd of minotaurs walks in. And behind them are a bunch of... Uh, it looks like a bunch of people who are just sort of coming in to watch what's happening. But the minotaurs have, have pushed their way in. And, and the bear says, what, what is the meaning of this? What, are you, what is going on? Get out of here. You don't have an appointment. Can I quickly cast a minor illusion to cover the contents of the cart with a pile of hay? Uh, yeah, it's not still in the cart. It's just lying on the floor, basically. Well, I guess it's sort of in like a kind of a stretcher almost so that, you know, some guards could carry it for you guys. Oh, I see. Uh, but sure, yeah, you can you can cast an illusion to cover it. I'll do that right now. Make, make it a table with a tablecloth that perfectly fits the area. <laughs> okay. That might change some things. I think that in that same moment, uh, Wilm is noticing uh, Taz's nervousness and just sort of like steps between him and the group and like whispers like you could turn oh. into a bear go ahead <laughs> and yeah he turns into a brown bear <laughs> are we going to have some kind of festival uh, what kind of food are you guys going to present I really need a bear token quick question does anyone remember what that jeweler's monocle from last campaign did um, the thing that Palestra had yeah. It's still in the Discord, so I can look at that. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if it was uh, where, where I would find it. Identified it identified an item once per day and could detect if something was magic, I think, but I don't really remember for sure. Stone of Enchantment, Horn Cap of Flame, Sword of Severance, Seven League Spear. <sighs> wow, we sure had a lot of shit. Yeah. Um,. Jeweler's Monocle, first thing on the page, of course. When looking through it, you learn the value of any gem or coin you can perceive through it. It also detects magical energies on objects. It can only detect that they are magical, not what school of magic. Once a day, you can use it to cast Identify. Cool. Thanks. So, mm-hmm. the the Minotaur who's at the front, um, who is this, this massive femme-looking Minotaur, they step forward... And they're carrying, um, well, they've got, they've got all sorts of things. But the thing that pops out to you guys is this, um, this sort of, it almost looks like, a, like maybe like a short spear or, or a, a Ikawa. And they say, just they, they start talking over the Baron, I guess is the way to put it. Mm. They say, chill, buddy. We heard you found something out in the woods. 
just want to see it. And um, the Baron looks down at the illusion and, and says, there's, there's nothing here, see? And the Minotaur looks at you for seeing what, if you guys have anything to say about this. Uh, Hello there, I'm 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 Hector. It's uh, good good to make your your acquaintance. What's your name? Uh, they ignore you for the time being, uh, and they produce a mono a, uh, a a sort of seeing device like a monocle, like a jeweler might use, and they hold that up to their eye, and they say, "That's definitely an illusion covering something." Ta-da! <laughs> oh, that's uh. It's interesting that you think that. Um, I thought that was the table for that festival that we were going to hold. Uh, isn't that why you guys are here for the festival? The the Minotaur, um, who I should say they they have their their horns are pretty decked out in jewelry, but uh, you notice that the that on one of their horns there's a sort of uh, metallic cap that's like embossed with a flame pattern, and they they reach into the illusory table and they pick up the automaton's body and. You hear like all these gasps oh. from uh, from people behind them. How'd that get there? You win a prize. <laughs> <laughs> and they say, "Aha! So it's true. The forgotten army has returned, Baron. If you can't protect these people, we will take the land back, and we will protect it." Excuse me, can you explain any of what you just said? Um, what's the Forgotten Army? I mean, obviously something to do with this little robo-dude robo we fought. But what's going on? They look at you and then they realize that you're tall, that you're actually taller than them, which they're not used <laughs> to, and they look up. Mm. And they say, I am Palestra Redhorn. And this machine destroyed... My and our ancestral lands, and we the Minotaurs are here to reclaim what is ours from the Empire. So, so I'm not going to get in your way on that, but I would also <laughs> like to ask a clarifying question. If it destroyed your ancestral lands, then why is it yours? I was, I was wondering that myself. If, if they destroyed your ancestral lands, how can you take them back? They're destroyed. Okay, now you guys are just, just picking apart the wording. <laughs> <laughs> is what Palestra says. Yeah, that's Palestra. Yeah. Um, and Palestra throws it on the ground and looks at the Baron and says, what are you going to do about this? And the Baron says, I, I'll tell you what I'm going to do about it. You see these four adventurers right here? And he gestures to you four. He says, they are our automaton defense force. They will protect... <laughs> This city in the name of the Min Empire. Mm. Distressed bear noises. And you can hear all of the non-Minotaur crowd that followed them in. They all start clapping and cheering. Um, and Palestra huffs and Palestra says, We'll see. We'll see about that. Come on, boys and girls and... Oh, crap. I'm so bad at this. <sighs> I wish Day was here. She knew how to lead. Okay. Come on, everyone. <laughs> we're going to set up camp, and we're going to wait and watch and see how the Empire cleans up this mess. And uh, the Minotaur Minotaurs all storm out. <laughs> so how do you guys feel about your new title? Uh, 
I feel shitty about it, but there's like a big crowd of people clapping, so I'm smiling and waving at them and stuff. Are you um are you sure you don't want them protecting it? They they that uh that big one there looked like they were uh, level, you know, somewhere in the tens, seventeen, eighteen, something like that. Um the the uh, the the Baron he he gestures to the to some some guards that have finally showed up some reinforcements because obviously the guards couldn't couldn't handle mm-hmm. this um, and they they push the doors closed they get the crowd out of there and he says okay listen here's what we're gonna do we're gonna make you guys this special task force I'll give you an old building that will will say is your headquarters. And I'll give you some, I'll give you a stipend, and you guys just need to make sure that these little incidents just stay quiet and stay out in the woods, and it's all good. We don't have to worry. Problem solved. Um, I squint at him, and I say, (sighs) how much is the stipend? Is that what the persuasion is for? Yeah. He says, well... We have a budget meeting coming up, so we, we, it'll be determined then. But I will give you, the four of you, 200 gold for this first machine you've brought in. And I'm also uh. giving you a building. Okay, uh, does the uh, does the building have a slidey pole? <laughs> I don't know because it's, it. I don't grow it, I don't go into old, gross, abandoned buildings. Okay, well, if you can get one with a slidey pole, I'd appreciate it. Uh, can we consult before we answer? Like, can yes. you give us? Yeah. All right. Oh, sorry. That was that, that was me out of character going. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yes, that was. He, but that was me asking. The... He, said, he said yes, but if you don't take this position, I'll find someone else who will. Okay, so we all huddle up, and I say, uh, "Do we want to work for a government agency?" Uh, I I don't know. Automatons seem interesting. Seems like we're in a pretty good bargaining position, too. I mean, he already told everybody that it was going to be us, so if he tries to mm-hmm. kick us out, then uh, uh, that'll be some problem for him. So, And we get, like, a house and stuff, yeah. but uh, it sounds like we have to do things his way, and he's an asshole. <laughs> I think that I say that, that specific phrase loud enough so that anybody mm-hmm. in the room can hear. Counterpoint. Gold! <laughs> Well, I, I don't know. I'm, I think I'm good, whatever the rest of you guys decide. I just, um, I don't know. I enjoyed hanging out with you and getting that first uh, automaton. Um, so, uh, yeah. A uh, house with a slidey pole sounds pretty cool. Um, and uh, if I'm hanging around town, then I'll be able to see what people are eating and drinking and stuff. Uh, all that weird stuff that you guys ingest. Um, so, yeah, I... I I don't know. It's, uh, we're kind of, kind of stuck here, it seems, if we do that. Mm. And uh, don't get to explore too much, but it um, seems like these automatons are new and uh, also old. So uh, I guess we'll experience a lot of stuff that way. Mm. Nix, what do you think? I say we go. Like we leave? We don't do it? In, into the forest. Hmm. I mean, I, well, I guess I turn back from a bear. I, I, I think... Um, <laughs> Well, we could patrol the forest and have a place to come back to. It doesn't mean we have to say no to go into the forest. I don't know. The Baron has pulled out a yo-yo and is playing with it. Yo-yos? 
<laughs> I love yo-yos. Oh, you do, do you? Did you do? Uh, did you? Did you do all kinds of tricks? <laughs> so are we? We're ready to be shown to our house. Okay. Okay. All right. I guess we're in this together. <sighs> All right. Okay. He he claps his hands and he says, "Great. Just remember to just make this all go away for me." And uh, your favorite for lots of gold. Yes. He well. You you he uh, the 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 advisors and such have finally arrived, um, and uh, one of them uh, hands you the bag of uh, of two hundred gold to divide up amongst yourselves, however you see fit. And uh, another one of them uh, says, "Okay, I, I, I'm the, I, I know, I know what building he's talking about. I know where he wants to put you up. Come on, let's go." And he takes you uh, through the streets to sort of, um, almost like the out, kind of the outskirts of the town or of the city, I should say. Uh, I should say the outskirts, close to close to the mountain, close to like the base of the mountain, and uh, it looks like. Maybe it was a mansion once upon a time, but now it's it's just a pretty dilapidated looking building, but it's still like sturdy. Like it doesn't look like it's going to collapse in on itself or anything, um, but it definitely like the yards overgrown and, and um, the windows have been broken by neighborhood kids and stuff. He says, OK, well, it's a little bit of a fixer upper, uh, but you know what? We, we've got we've got someone. Uh, there's a caretaker. And he's he's basically in your employ now, and and you just need to tell him what you want done, and he'll do it for you. He'll take care of the place, and we will be in touch with you very soon if we get any any information or any leads for you to chase down. Uh, the the he he ring the he rings like a little bell that's sort of just inside the doorway as the this guy is standing there with all of you, uh, and the doorway is thankfully big enough to accommodate Wilm. And uh, this this little this this little humanoid kind of hops down the steps, and he's got this uh, this small but bu- this this kind of uh, I guess maybe medium ish length like bushy beard and this really really long hair. And he says, "Hey, uh, I'm Zahn. What's good? What's bad? What's happy? What's sad? How you doing?" Oh, hello there, Zahn. Um, I'm I'm Hector. It's uh, good to meet you. I hope you. Hey, have... Hector. Yeah, I hope you have a. You're bed. a skeleton, huh? That's cool. I hope you have a room with like seven beds so that Wilm has a nice place to sleep. And uh, okay, yeah, it's good to meet you. This does this place have a slidey pole? It's a stripper pole. You know what? We don't, but I know a guy. We can get you one. Oh, that's okay. so. That's a great way to stay in shape too. No, no, like no, it is no, so great so, that you know people okay. can like kind of take something that has been uh, stigmatized and treated like this this dirty thing. And re- return it to what it really is, which is just like a beautiful expression uh, using your body and oh, a pole. I, I thought people just thought they were cool. They are cool. You're cool. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> um, okay. I'm a little disappointed that the place doesn't have a slidey pole already, but um, I guess if we can acquire one, that's pretty good, too. Um, no, but no one's lived here for like a hundred years, dude. It's crazy. They didn't. They so didn't. how come? Zon- why? <laughs> Theron, you were gonna say something. Uh, so, so, so Zon, why? Why were you here if no one's lived here? Like, did you just get word that you were our caretaker? Like, what's the deal with you? Tell me your story, bud. 
Oh, I just come around here to uh, make sure that no one's squatting in the place, basically. I mean, I, I used to give tours, um, like, for the Historical Society, because this place um, is, like, really cool and old and stuff, and has a lot mm-hmm. of history in it, but uh, they cut the funding for that, um, but they kept me on to just sort of make sure vagrants didn't, like, you know, take up the place, which is unfortunate, you know, because I feel like uh, everyone, like, housing's like a human right, you know? And I just feel like this place could have been used to house some people, but I guess it is now. It's it's housing you guys. That's awesome. That's so cool. Zan, what are your pronouns? He, him. Well, how about cool. you? Cool. I use she, her. Righteous. <laughs> Righteous. Uh, so, like, yeah, I it, it's it's cool that we're here now, and you're giving me a lot of great ideas, but I'm going to need some time to think about it. Uh, but show us around. Okay, cool. So, this here is the main hall, and... As you can see, we've got the that classic sort of, like, spooky mansion double staircase that goes up to a landing and then becomes one staircase up to the, the second floor. A uh, big fan of that myself. And by the way, that uh, that old faded painting right there, there's actually a... The, that's where the, the door to the courtyard is. Um, it's like a secret door. It's so cool. Th- the room to the right here that is was the dining room mostly belongs to the raccoons now and then <laughs> off in that wing was sort of like the kitchen and like servants quarters which yeah you know i know kind of messed up but it was a different time uh and then <laughs> over here to the left this was like a private art gallery because the people who built this house were like mega rich um now it's just empty and then upstairs uh, are like the bedrooms. I think there should. I think we should be good on bedrooms. I think there, there's definitely four. I think the master bedroom. I mean, that's. I was told it was the master bedroom. I kind of inherited this job from another guy. He told me it was the master bedroom. Anyways, it's got mm-hmm. real high ceilings, so I think, ma'am, that uh, that is probably going to be your spot to sleep. Cool. Yeah, and uh, you know, once you guys are settled in, I'll start showing you like the secret passages and stuff. Why does it have secret? Okay, secret passages. I don't know, man. Rich people, dude, they're crazy. I love it. Sorry, I shouldn't say crazy. They are uh, eccentric. Uh, you said you said there was a kitchen. Uh, do you, do you eat food, Zon? I do eat food. <laughs> food is really good. <laughs> oh, okay. What kind of, what kind of food do you eat? <laughs> Whatever's put in front of me. I like to find new experiences, especially like new taste experiences. Oh, have you ever, have you ever tried calcite? No. What is that? That's what I eat. I eat calcite. I got a big barrel of it I got to bring in uh, and store wherever we're storing food. Yeah, totally. Uh, we got food storage for days. Oh, good. All right. So you guys, you guys, you guys going to want like an armory or, or? I think the first thing we need to do is clean up. I, a greenhouse would be nice. Well, I was thinking that maybe we could find a place that we could we could keep the raccoons, but like not in the like sentient mm. people space because that seems nice and I don't want to unhouse the raccoons <laughs> oh don't worry those raccoons are um, they can take care of themselves <laughs> and, and and Zahn actually looks a little um, a little sad or something and you notice for the first time that like he is missing part of a finger <laughs> then he snaps back to his peppy self and he says oh, alright well hey look uh, you guys are welcome to help out if you want, but obviously, as the caretaker, you know, cleaning's my responsibility, so don't feel like you have to. 
I I have already uh, I was actually cleaning up one of the bedrooms because sometimes I like to spend the night here because I'm trying to figure out if the place is haunted. I'm not sure yet. I don't think it is, but I want to. I, I I'm curious. Um, so I'm just going to finish up that bedroom and then I'll move on to the other bedrooms. I wonder if ghosts eat. Do you think ghosts eat? Probably not. No? Um, uh, and Zahn kind of like bounds up the stairs and, and <laughs> off into uh, somewhere on the second floor to, to clean up some bedrooms. Okay. I'm going to go into my bag and pull out like an apron and a what the fuck are those things that you put on your head called? Uh, like a handkerchief to tie my hair off with, and mm. I'm going to go help clean. Cool. Do you have, like, a mechanical something for how this, like, base is going to work? Not yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> kind of flying by the seats of our pants because I thought of it, like, I, I had it for a different campaign, and then a couple weeks ago I thought, oh, I should work that into this campaign, and then I forgot about it until earlier today. All right. Um, but we could say, you know, you guys spend the rest of, I don't know, you guys spend the next few hours cleaning up the, the bedrooms and stuff. I uh, politely ask the raccoons to leave <laughs> with Druid. Uh, like, can I do that? I think I can do that. The reason that I could do that was because I was a, um, what's it called? What's a big, what's a big group of animals called? A pack? No, it wasn't a pack. A herd? As shepherd. I was a shepherd. A shepherd druid. So I could talk to animals. But I don't think that that's standard. I think you'd have to cast, like, speak with animals. Uh, What if I just turn into a raccoon? Okay. (laughs) If you you have the ability as a druid to turn into a raccoon, you can try to persuade the other raccoons to leave. Yes, I would like to do that. Okay. Uh, Wow. Uh, roll me a persuasion and tell me what you say to them. Um, I want to be like, well, uh, excuse me. Um, this is our house now. Please leave. No, it's mine. No. We were here um, first. And they actually, they're, instead of saying ours, they're all just saying mine separately. <laughs> they're like, it's mine, 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 mine. I'm here. I was here first. I, I was here first. I was here first. Is Will with me? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. I'll be like, hey, it's hers. She's going to squish you. Intimidate. <laughs> oh, okay. Roll intimidation. <laughs> Wilm, do you want to help with the intimidation? I mean, I uh, guess yeah, you have absolutely. no way. You we have will... no way of knowing yeah. what he's saying. But... Well, I think, I assume we had a plan that, mm, like, if it didn't okay. go well immediately, like, I was going to make some, like, mean giant faces and wave my arms and stomp mm-hmm. my feet. So, yeah, I'll help. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you can roll that intimidation with advantage. Um, eighteen. Oh, uh, okay, did I roll with advantage? It did. Yes. Wonderful. All but uh, all but one of the raccoons immediately flees out of one of the broken windows. Oh, that that went way better than I expected. And this raccoon is. It looks a little <laughs> weird, actually. It it almost it, it almost looks like not real. Maybe it's like a stuffed raccoon or something, but it's definitely moving around, and it just kind of looks looks at you and looks at Wilm and looks back at you, and it skitters into a big hole in the wall and disappears. Okay. Oh dear. I mean, I'm I'm happy with that result. Honestly, that went way better than I expected. <laughs> Turn back. Uh, yeah, that definitely did. <laughs> we should we should name the big one. 
Bandit's too cliche, isn't it? Probably. Toadstool. Toadstool? Oh, I like muffin a lot. Oh, muffin. Okay. Uh, let me write that down real quick. <laughs> muffin in the studs, huh? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and as it turns out, Zahn, actually, he knows a little bit of magic. So he, like, you find out that he is... Um, animated like a little feather duster to help while he's sweeping it's dusting and uh he knows mending so he's like mending a bunch of things Mm, i can mend too cool all right so now that the place is actually it's coming together pretty well um it's still kind of drafty you guys are gonna have to do something about the windows because you couldn't mend them because not all the pieces of the window were there Mm -hmm. in a lot of cases um or like the holes were just too big or whatever um are there shutters? Uh, it looks like th- some of them have them, and some of them they've been knocked out or torn <laughs> off. Um, the second floor windows are actually in pretty good shape, especially the bedroom ones, because the the way that the house is sort of shaped, or rather that the bedrooms are oriented, most of the windows face kind of out to the sides, and most of the broken windows are, are in the front. Mm-hmm. Like, kids just you know, throwing, breaking a window and running away as fast as possible because like the roads right there and stuff. Yeah, sure. Uh, So the the upstairs ones, they have like some heavy curtains and uh, uh, some shutters and stuff, but the ground floor, the windows are are all busted up still. It's really coming together. Why? Why? (laughs) You sound so angry. Why is Grunt so angry? I don't know how I feel about Grunt, Nyx. You should should be a happy dwarf. This is who I am. (laughs) Okay. It's not a phase, Mom. (laughs) Well, I guess, um, I guess we're hanging out here until they, until they find something for us to do, or do we need to go out in the woods on our own? Want to wait till they, till we see what they're going to actually pay us? Uh, you guys need to eat? Is it uh, food time for you? What are you going to eat? Uh, so, like, I didn't want to take over everything, but Wilm has, like, very intense cleanliness needs and wants to run the household properly. So she would be, like, organizing for food deliveries and, uh, like, the getting the milkman to stop by uh, and, like, looking into the cost of hiring a landscaper and stuff like that. The one, the one mechanical thing I have decided is that basically when you want to do stuff like that, you can tell Zahn and he will handle it for you. Okay. I don't think that Wilm would want Zahn to handle everything. She, mm-hmm. she, she would want to do some management stuff. But, like, yeah, she would work with Zahn to get stuff organized the way that she wants it. So Zahn has the means to get the material and possibly contact the people to do all the repairs. Is that right? Uh, yeah, he, it's weird. He just seems to, like, know a lot of people and stuff. He's really charming. It's it's almost, um, supernatural. It's, um, it's kind of weird that uh, Zahn's the caretaker. He hasn't been taking care of this place till we showed up. I think that's weird. Well, like he, like he explained, they cut his pay a lot, so they basically paid him just enough that he would, like, hang around the house and like scare off any anyone who wanted to squat in there and are, are they are they paying him more now do we need to pay him uh who's paying for the repairs yeah i didn't um, discuss separating that that 200 among us in case we needed it to like do something at the house 
We will we will figure that I will figure that out between now and next session. Okay, cool. I have not 100% figured it out, but So yeah, uh, we start getting settled be... in and then you can we can move on to the next thing, whatever that's going to be. So, how about we'll say you guys spend your first night there and everything's cool. Um, you wake up, food deliveries have not exa- have not entirely been scheduled yet, but Zon went out and got you guys um, some like breakfast sandwiches and coffee and tea and stuff from like a little uh, a little like diner cafe type of place down the down the road. Cool. And as you eat and drink, you get to deal with um, Hector just like talking about how weird your food is. <laughs> if you like our show, we recommend you check out Tabletop Titties. Tabletop Titties is a weekly tabletop role-playing podcast run entirely by people of marginalized genders. Queer, feminist, hilarious, and most importantly, fun. Our D&D campaign is run by dungeon goddess Charlene Bear and features themes of post-apocalyptic battle royales, revenge, love affairs, puzzling challenges, and horrifically hilarious carnivals. New this year, Titties by Night, a Vampire the Masquerade V5 campaign. Story told by Kelly Wright, this show follows a vampire coterie of supernatural and investigators in Victorian London. All our shows have professional actors, intricate editing, and storylines that keep you coming back for more. For more information, visit our website at tabletoptitties.com. And whenever we say tabletop titties, that's with double D's if you know what we mean. Thank you for listening to Legends of Chell. Our GM this season is Ivy. Hey, that's me. You can follow me on Twitter at Esoteric90sIP. Hector is played by Hazel Stapp. Follow her on Twitter at Hazel underscore duh underscore Basil. Wilm is played by Theron Stapp. Follow them on Twitter at Explosive Runes and visit theron.card.co. That's card with two R's to learn about their podcast transcription side hustle. Tass is played by Kieran, and Nix is played by David. You can't find either of them on Twitter, but they both lurk in our Discord server. The Forgotten Army theme is Brain Drain by Christ Clark. You can find him at christclark.bandcamp.com. Additional music credits can be found in the show notes. This show is a Land of Chell production, edited by Theron Stapp and made possible through generous donations on our Ko-fi page. If you like the show, you can subscribe to us or make a one-time contribution at Ko-fi, that's ko-fi.com slash landofchell. You'll get access to bonus content either way. To learn more about the players, characters, and other shows from Chell, visit landofchell.net or check us out on Twitter at landofchell. Until next time, happy travels! <laughs> <laughs>